Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Houston, Texas. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, well, we're going to give you a little rundown of where we are thus far on the trip, some of the experiences that we've had. We are on the road, people. Yeah. It's driving. Um, <laughs> lots of driving. Lots and like lots of driving. ridiculous amounts of driving. This is a, It's a big country. And we're in a big state. I think right we, we calculated it, and by the time we're done, we will have have done the equivalent of uh, going around the the entire Earth seven times. Well, the the moon landing, right? It's, it's it the equivalent the... of the moon landing. <laughs> like the the distance between our Earth, Houston, because mm. that's because Houston's where are, our, yeah. where NASA oh, absolutely yeah. is to the moon and mm. then back again. Yeah, is about the distance that we're driving. So, and we're doing this all for you guys. For so, you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's out of the generosity of our own hearts that we're doing this. <laughs> we're very generous people. Is that really what's going on? Yeah. Let's just pretend it is. <laughs> well, all right. Well, otherwise, uh, we're just going to try to do a little bit of the same show as normal uh, for yeah. you. Um, one thing that we should mention, um, we kind of shouted out uh, the fact that we're doing a little Flipboard magazine uh, under the name of Thank God I'm Atheist, the way that you can find it is actually just typing in TGIA until we get that <laughs> fixed. Just type in TGIA and it should come And up. hope for the best. <laughs> so if anybody tried. I went and looked for it. I couldn't find it. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> the question came in from a listener, um, and thank you for alerting us to that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> this is... Uh, this is not good. We I, I said bl- we're doing a thing, and then it's not happening. I blame you entirely. Uh, it was totally my thing. Like I just like <laughs> one night laying in bed, made the the magazine, started it, and uh, was like, "Hey, this is a great idea." You know what it does? What it makes it more exclusive. Mm. Only the really you have to be in the know. You really do <laughs> in order to find this thing. And now you know. And now you hopefully yeah. Hopefully that's enough to get you there. Oh, I guess so. Anyway, all right, Dan, you you got anything? Oh, sure. Mm. Well, since we're in the South, I decided to do a story that's from down her. Oh, okay. Uh, we're not going to be going to Georgia, but this takes place in Georgia. Okay. Uh, a a young man named uh, I don't know if he's young. A person, a man named Ed Buckner. Okay. Uh, and and his family went to a North Georgia State Park to celebrate his uh, son's birthday. Oh. Uh, sounds nice. They, yeah, they stayed in a cabin in the state park. Lovely. Found, Lovely. A, found a Bible. Well, oh, was it left there by well previous uh, person? By the Gideons. There? Oh, the Gideons. Yeah. The traveling Gideons. And as we know, uh, having stayed in several hotels and with a whole lot of hotels going forward in, this, in the yeah. upcoming weeks. Yeah. Uh, Gideon Bibles are nothing new in the in a hotel room. No, they're everywhere. However, in a state-run cabin, uh, Mr. Buckner oh. found found decided that there was something to object to there. Yeah, he's one of those atheists. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> oh, of these people. No. Is he, I don't know is if he you've an heard angry of... atheist. Well, he wasn't very happy about finding that Bible there. Yeah. Well, so he would you would you have been? Happy I, I I don't know. He, Let's let's t- let's ask that question after we've heard the sto- the whole story. Ooh, because okay. here's what happened. So okay. he complained uh, to the uh, the what was it? The Amicalola Falls State Park. Amicalola. Amicalola. Falls. Amicalola Falls. Amicalola Falls sounds lovely. Right. Hmm. Uh, State Park. 
And uh, officials uh, said that they would remove the Bibles uh, from all state park resorts while the state attorney general looked into the matter. Well, the AG came back and said, nope, put them back. They're fine. (laughs) What? Well, basically, so so, so his argument is that the state didn't pay for them, so no harm, no foul. Well, but that that means, uh, with that kind of logic, that any old, uh, you know... You know, non-public entity, a church, or or someone could come along and pay for some Ten Commandments to be put up in a courthouse. In the courthouse, and you would think that doesn't seem to fly. Well, Buckner said that. Buckner said, uh, "I think the government entanglement with religion is a very dangerous thing. Uh, When you go to a state park cabin and the only piece of religious literature there is a Protestant Bible, that suggests that the government endorsed that particular perspective." I think that's a well-reasoned argument. I think so. Uh, the governor does not. The governor is more than happy to order the Bibles back into the into the well. I rooms. think we, we need to get some. Uh, we need to supply the state of Georgia with some atheist tracts. Oh, indeed. Yeah. I. You know, it does seem like that's all. That's our big option. Yeah. As atheists, is to just start when they're like, okay, that's fine. Here's your religious shit. Right, right. That's fine. Right. Somebody, well, needs, okay. somebody needs to write a, a, a non-religious, atheist track. Atheist track. Because it's not like we can go start putting the God delusion into every hotel room or whatever. That's not. It's not the same. I mean, it's not the same thing. Why it's not? not a. It's not a promotion of something. It's just a denigration of something. Mm. I feel like this would need to be a promotion of mm. something. A promotion. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's promoting pro- atheists. A promotion. Atheism. It's it's it sounds like we're running a promotion right get now. Get a toaster right now. Buy one atheist, get two free. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, you know, uh it's been a bumper crop this this year with atheists. <laughs> so, we're blowing out atheists <laughs> left and right, everybody. If Come only. on down to the Piggly Wiggly where you can get four <laughs> atheists for the price of six. Oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, um so there you go. Oh my gosh. I I somehow I skipped part of this, but there's there's because I didn't care about what a Sunday school teacher had to say about all of this, but one mm-hmm. of the quotes that they that they listed on this on this AP article was I know that Gideon Bibles have saved people's lives. Oh. They go into a motel room and are going to blow their brains out and then they find that Bible. <laughs> oh no. Oh. First that's, of all, that's cute. First of all, those of you looking to blow your brains out, do it. Don't, don't go into a hotel. Yeah, there's some somebody being paid minimum wage to clean it. To clean it, not cool. Not cool at all. No, no. You do. You go, and, and to... not that that woman or man who's being paid minimum wage would be the one cleaning up the mess. No, because of course it would be a specialist. Right. That's but true. they're going to find the mess. Yeah, somebody's going to walk through that door. She's going to say housekeeping and knock, and then she's going to open the door, and then, and you know her eyes will roll, and she'll she'll just go oh, again. Another. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so where where should people go kill themselves, Frank? Um, I'd say Saudi Arabia. Okay, that sounds like the worst segue known to man, but I'm going to let you run with it. Hey, believe me, if I had to live the rest of my days in Saudi Arabia, I would seriously consider it. 
why is that, Frank? Um, well, here's here's a case of um, two men about to be punished um, because they converted a woman to Christianity. Oh, in Saudi Arabia, um, they've been sentenced to lashes um, and prison terms. <laughs> you, um, said, you said lashes, and all I could think of was like, like mascara. <laughs> They have to wear fake eyelashes for the rest of their lives. <laughs> They're sentenced to be fabulous. <laughs> well, we know Saudi Arabia doesn't, they don't like that. No, either. they don't go in for that sort of nonsense. No. Uh, let's see. Um, a Lebanese man was sentenced to six years in prison and 300 lashes. Oh, uh, my. While a Saudi Arabia man was sentenced to two years uh, in prison and 200 lashes um, for aiding her escape abroad. Oh, Oh dear. Um, now, apparently, um, what what the crime is? Uh, it, it's actually a religious crime. Obviously, I mean, obviously, it's a religious crime, but it's um, it's apostasy. Oh, that's what that's what she's guilty of. Yeah, and so they were encouraging eating and abetting apostasy. Yeah. Oh, um, don't do that. Yeah, because you know Muslims don't like when Muslims don't be muslims anymore right that's a well-worded sentence frank uh you know that's what i'm here for <laughs> indeed I... indeed it's our eloquence that people come to <laughs> to tgia for and grammar eloquence and grammar <laughs> you're right though muslims don't like when muslims stop being muslim <laughs> when they stop when they don't be muslims stop if you stop musliming <laughs> they're angry muslims don't like when muslims don't be muslims Mu- muslims don't, That's what I said. Friends right? don't let friends be friends <laughs> with other friends who are not Muslims. Right. That's probably true too, actually. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. So wow, um, to it's the point of getting lashes. To the point of getting lashes and time in prison. Wow. Good. Actually, well, they're probably lucky to have escaped with their lives. To be honest, that's true. There are several countries that I can imagine they would be. No, are these were these native Saudi Arabian men? Who who converted this woman? Well, or? they're saying a Lebanese man. A Lebanese man. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I go. don't. Think so it wasn't. So. Here's you know what I'll you know what's shitty. I'll bet you dollars to donuts if these were Americans. Mm, death. N- no punishment at all. Oh, because you think we because it's diplomatically uh, impossible. They would they would have wanted to, but then there would have been an outcry, and the Americans would have been like, um can't do that i bet it would have happened through other channels a, some sort of punishment some kind of punishment no i, I, I bet that i bet they wouldn't have even made it as far as to a courtroom no they definitely wouldn't have made it to a courtroom and so they would have been shuffled out of there too sweet maybe but then i think that that i don't think the saudi arabian government would be too excited about engaging in something like that because it would just open the, the they don't want christian missionaries Right, who, who think that they can come in and have the American? Government oh no, they just get them out. Them, they just get them out. I think that's what would happen. All right, but if they were Canadians, who knows? They would have been executed. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. The end is near. Is it? The end is finally near. The, the end of what? I know that the office just ended. So what are you talking about? Oh no, this is much more much more important. Which end? You yeah. remember Harold Camping, the man mm-hmm. who predicted the rapture, the man who gave us a date for when the world would end? 
Yes. He might be going under. His radio his 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 radio empire might be uh ending. The doomsday clock is winding down for his little venture. What? Okay. <clears throat> so what happened? Well, uh, did he, did he, he falsely predict all credibility? Yeah. It seems like people <laughs> might not be trusting him quite as much as they did before. So yeah, I mean, back in 2011, mm-hmm. um the 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 actual starting point of our venture here. Sure. Uh Harold Camping decided that May 1st was going to be his uh or May 21st, sorry, it was going to be when the rapture came. He he did the math. He's an right. engineer, you know. So well, he, and it's all there. It's all in the Bible. It's in there. It's in there. All Clearly. you have to do is read it and do the math. Read it, it's do the math. Super easy. Uh, except that that didn't work. And then and then the end of the world was supposed to be October twenty first. Mm. We still seem to have a world, so right. yeah. that that one didn't look very good for him right. either. Um. So apparently. They got, despite the fact that during the lead up to that, uh-huh. he got, they got $85 million in donations. And what? I guarantee you a lot of that was from, uh, from listeners who don't have much money, but were willing to give it all away. Cause what do they care? They were going to be in the rapture. Well, yeah. yeah. They don't need money. No, no money required. Not if you're going to be in heaven. No. Everybody knows that it's a purely, you know, communist it's a society yeah. up in heaven, right? It's it's Obama's socialist utopia. Yeah, there you go. In heaven. Fully socialized. <laughs> heaven is socialized, everybody. Did you not know? <laughs> Are you going to need money in heaven? That's a great question for a Christian. We should do that. Yeah. yeah. If you want to trap a Christian do who's, need- who's, who's down on Obama, mm-hmm. just ask him about what heaven will look like. <laughs> when you go to heaven... How much are you going to have to work for your money? Mm-hmm. Are you oh, going to have to provide your own health care? Yeah. I, oh, everything's just going to be free and everybody just gets to be happy the whole time and nobody has to worry about things? Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. And that's how God would want it, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so yeah, it looks like their uh, camping's really on the ropes. They've okay. their, their assets, family radio is his company, oh, his no, nonprofit no. organization. Yeah. Nonprofit meaning he makes millions, but the company doesn't. Right. And uh, But apparently their assets have dropped by more than $105 million in less than five years. Oh, no. So even with that $85 million in donations uh, mm. leading up to his rapture, mm. well, it's just tough to survive a failed rapture prediction. It is. It's a tough one. I wonder if he had, if, did, when he read the Bible, did it say anything about the demise of his radio network? <laughs> Was he able to, like, figure that out, at least? Or well, did he miss that one, No, too? no, no. It, I'm guessing it was there, but he didn't care because the rapture was going to happen. Oh. <laughs> right. You know, the truth is, he also suffered a stroke in June of 2011. I don't know if that hurt his, hurt him at all. Or I mean, it hurt him physically, I'm sure. But, you know, anyway. Poor man had a stroke. What? Damn. What? It hurt him physically. <laughs> it was a stroke. Yeah, but you, you don't think a stroke hurts? Oh, Dan. Dan. <laughs> when you when you do a, a joke like that, I just can't laugh. 
Why? Because it just doesn't seem right. I was trying so hard not to laugh, but it was really funny. I give everyone permission to laugh at that joke. An old man having a stroke? An old Christian having a stroke? I wasn't laughing at him having a stroke. You kind of set it up that way. I laughed. I guarantee you there were some people out there who laughed. Yeah, good, good. Because Let them you had a setup and you... And I nailed the punchline. Yeah, it was, it was there. <laughs> it was there. Anyways, I'm going to move along to another joke of a human being. Oh. Um, ra- uh, let's see. Yeah, um, Cardinal Mahoney. Do you remember Cardinal Mahoney? Yeah. He's yeah. that nice man. Yeah, Cardinal Roger Mahoney of the uh, Los Angeles Diocese. Yeah. Or formerly, supposedly. <gasps> right. Oh, he was the one oh, that, uh, yeah, he was... The, the new archbishop, uh, the new head, I guess I should say, of the um, Catholic Diocese of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. uh, Archbishop Archbishop Jose Gomez, um, had, re- had removed all sort of like public duties from... He cordially invited Mr. Mahoney to stop cardinal To... to, to to remove himself from public life, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is what he, he, he said. Go cardinal in your own house. But as we know, uh, Roger Mahoney uh, took to the internets mm, and uh, started he, blogging like mad. He's a blogger. He has a sort of an online uh, presence, ministry, so mm. um, and uh, online congregants. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, he was a major player um, in the, um, the election of, of um, the Conclave. That's mm. what it's called. You know, he, he really had a major like media presence. Sure. Um, he has continued to just be outspoken. And so I guess all of that, in a way, is sort of fine, right? Um, yeah. that's, that's not necessarily what um, Gomez was, was trying to get at. <laughs> But uh, Mahoney um, is now um, officiating um, confirmations. Oh, he's back um, in the swing. So he's working with teenagers, which oh, he was like sweet. specifically told he wasn't allowed near the youth. That's so great. Um, and uh, it's it's ruffling some feathers, obviously. Why um, though? Why really? I mean, it just because we all know that he. Is not accused of participating in buggery, right? In 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 the the meddling with but young he protected men. those who did. He did protect those who did, and so that does. Well, seem he may like... not have the those proclivities. He uh, he definitely uh, he, he definitely uh, uh, is not someone who you would want. He's not. He's definitely not a solid moral leader. No, because no, he nor, is completely nor impeachable on those <laughs> yes, grounds. Yes, indeed. And not only that, you know, even if he wasn't ever accused of, uh, of, of you know, molestation, mm-hmm. it, it just means he wasn't accused of it. The fact that he was willing to protect men that were, in my mind, makes him unsafe to be around kids. Right. He doesn't understand what it what is needed to protect mm. kids. Yeah. And and who? Yeah. I just I mean, don't he, trust the, him. He could be like, there's, you know, he, those kids could be doing anything. They could be running around doing unsafe things. They 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 could and are. 
with him in the room. I guess. Yes. Anyways, um, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, I just pulled up his blog because you'd mentioned him. Mm-hmm. And the first blog post that I see is a cartoon, mm. uh, which he has posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the way it, his site works. It's cut the cartoon in half. Uh, Okay. So that you only see the left half of the cartoon. Oh, okay. And it's not at all in any way clickable. You, oh. You can't get the whole cartoon. <laughs> oh. So all you see is a boat and a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's funny. You know the joke about the boat and the tree? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the words, the original pathway. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's not tech savvy. <laughs> You're not tech savvy. But Cardinal he is a blogger. He, he blogs is. a lot. He's a man. He's a blueger. So that's kind of the update. Uh, Mahoney, uh, while not uh, refrocked, he is definitely. Isn't, but he's not defrocked. He's well, okay. He's frocked. He's frocked. He's he still remains, is fully frocked. He remains while, frocked while not reinstated into positions of authority. Right. He uh, is still. Uh, using whatever bits of authority he has left in the Catholic Church to officiate at uh, all sorts of public I think events. this dude, man, you lock this dude up too much, he's going to go rogue. <laughs> he will He he will priest all over this place. Uh-oh. He'll be priesting at everybody. Nobody wants to clean up that mess. No. No. <laughs> How do you, you can't rein in a fully frocked Mahoney. Just you're, he's just gonna priest it. He's gonna he's gonna be like the A team. He's gonna be underground. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, priesting yeah. on the fly. Oh, as yeah. a as a mercenary ad hoc ad hoc cardinal. He'll be yeah. he'll cardinal people underground. Ooh boy, the underground cardinaling railroad. Mm. Sounds sounds interesting. Sounds like a I'd good, like to see it. I, this, yeah. Let's let's get this man pushed around just a little bit more. <laughs> let's just see how far we can we um, can he, get get him a good little nervous breakdown. This right, is, this and send him on his way. Or let's just write a movie called Breaking Point <laughs> about or, a cardinal who goes rogue. Uh, no, no, it has to it has to use your verbed version of the word priest. Right, right. <laughs> Priesting bad, breaking breaking ba- priestly bad. Break no. Priest, priesting, priest, <laughs> cardinaling, wrong. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, there was some. There's something there, there Dan. I we're just not getting a it. joke there, but we neither we, of us. We are circling that joke okay. like hawks. If you heard where the joke was <laughs> when we didn't, let us know. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. So the two of us are only doing. Two stories apiece. Yeah. So if you have an idea about that joke, you can Facebook us, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Right. Or you can uh, you can email us. Uh, you can go to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. That is correct. Or you can send us a voicemail by calling 424-666-8442. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have all of that. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is... Uh, well, we're returning to Pat Robertson. You know, you can only stay away from him for so long. Oh, I can't stay away from him at all. <laughs> I'm in love. Ivy writes in and says, I've been trying to forgive my husband for cheating on me. We've gone to counseling, but I just can't seem to forgive, nor can I trust. How do you let go of anger, and how do you trust again? God says to forgive, but it's been so hard to do. I want to forgive so we can get on with our lives. So what do you think? 
Well, that's a good question. I think forgiveness can be one of the most difficult things in the whole wide world to do, and especially when it comes to a spouse, because that's one of the ultimate betrayals. All right, here's the secret. Okay. And this is the secret. Stop talking about the cheating. He cheated on you. Well, he's a man. Okay. So what you do is begin to focus on why you married him in the first place. On what he does good, does he provide a home for you to live in? Does he provide food for you to eat? Does he provide clothes for you to wear? Uh, is he nice to the children? Do you have a happy family? Does he take the kids to sporting events? Does he go out and watch their little league games? Um, does he share with you stuff that's going on? And uh, is he handsome or is he, you know, what is it? Start focusing on those things and essentially fall in love with him all over again. And I recommend you reach out and touch him. Touch his face. Touch his face. Hold his hand. Look into his eyes. Talk to him. But it's you, you're praying, oh, God, keep me not to hate him for what he did when he was with that stripper in that hotel room 10 years ago, and I'll never forgive him kind of thing. Please help me. So what are you focusing on? You're focusing on the thing that makes you mad. Stop that. Start focusing on the good stuff. And he must have something good or you wouldn't have married him. So think about those things and give him honor instead of trying to worry about it. But recognize also, like it or not, males have a tendency to uh, uh, wander a little bit. And what you want to do is to make a home so wonderful that he doesn't want to wander. But think of the temptations that are out there. The, the, the Internet is filled with pornography. No, <laughs> Touch him. Touch yeah. his face. Touch his face. The, everything, you know how to fix this problem? <laughs> Touch you know his how face. to forgive somebody for what they've done to you? Oh. Touch his face. And, look, you at, know what? look at it. Here's the thing. He's having completely sight unseen. He's giving advice like, look at him. Is he handsome? <laughs> I got news for you, Patty boy. Men don't get more handsome as they get yeah. as they go on in their marriage. Mm. We We tend to get fat and ugly. Well, yeah, there's that. There's also the fact that, I mean, he knows this narrative really well. He's like, you know, that that, that stripper up in that motel. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, Pat. He's a man. <laughs> ladies. Clearly. Ladies. Can we just get to this understanding? Speaking from experience, <laughs> Pat Robertson yeah. oh, says oh, dude, he's a man. That guy has gotten more pussy. Let me tell you something. More Christ good Christian pussy. Oh, for real? That guy? Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's a celebrity. You think that guy can't get oh, some tail? Oh, my goodness. Tail. I mean, let's be honest. He's a man. He's a man. And he's a very good-looking man. Is he? <laughs> I mean, I'll defer to you because you're the guy that's attracted to men, and I'm no, not. he's not. But, I wonder uh, what, what, what was Pat Robertson like as a younger man? I don't was know. He an attractive man? I don't know. I've got his wiki page up right now. Pat but Robertson. I don't see there's just a picture of old Pat. By the way, do you know his name's not Pat? What? It's not even Patrick. Marion Gordon Robertson, he was born. Really? How do you how do you take that to Pat? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't trust him. I also didn't know that he went to Yale Law School. What? He's a lawyer. Is he really? Yeah. I and then and then the that. New York Theological Seminary. What? Yeah. <coughs> How about that? 
Yeah. Anyway. But I just don't look up Pat Robertson photos, people. <laughs> do not do it. No? He, no good? He has... Uh, no, not good. <laughs> oh, that's true. Look, he hasn't... He hasn't... It's not like he's aged badly. He started he's, bad and continued. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm Pat Robertson. I don't even know what that voice is. Yeah. Well, anyways, I just like it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, well, um, we we uh, we got some uh, some an outpouring. I'm yeah. gonna say that there's been an outpouring from us or f- to us uh, from our our generous listeners. Yes. Uh, what we've done because you you guys all know that we're on this uh, this this tour road of, trip of the Bible Belt. Indeed. Currently, I'm talking to you from the Comfort Inn and Suites in Houston, Texas. In West Chase, Houston, Houston, Texas. Okay. This is where we are. We're yeah. in a hotel room, people. Yeah. yeah. This is what we're doing for you. Yeah. So, uh, we, we put the call out uh, on, on the old uh, the Thank God I'm Atheist page. People can donate. You can still do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is ongoing. This is ongoing. And boy, I can't tell you how much this helps. But yeah. you can buy us a you can buy us drinks. Mm-hmm. You can buy us a meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, drinks is a ten, is a twelve dollar donation. Right. A meal is a uh, what do we say? what do we do? I think he's had thirty or twenty five. Twenty five dollar donation. Twenty five. That makes sense. Uh, a tank of gas is a fifty dollar donation. A meal is thirty dollars. Okay. And then uh, a tank of gas is fifty dollar donation, mm-hmm. and a. Uh, and a hotel stay is an $80 donation. Yes. And like Dan said, this has been extremely helpful. Um, and we really cannot say enough how um, thankful we are. So thankful. For this, for this help. So, so thankful. So, um, let's so, just go. Let's just rattle off the list. I'll take one. You take the next one. Dan. All right. We're just going to go for it. Um, so, we'd like to thank Anita for a meal. Yeah. Um, Marlena bought us drinks. Thank you so much. Brian uh, bought us a meal. Thank you. Brian did an interesting thing. He and uh, Michelle Michelle both bought us a meal, and they became subscribers. Oh, well, that's nice! Isn't that adorable? That, that's amazing! It's so sweet of them. They both they, they they are so now they're they're subscribing. They're they've got a monthly donation, but they also decided to give an upfront uh, meal to each of us, uh, or or rather, we both get a meal. From each of them. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, Rachel uh, bought us a meal and said, get yourself some hush puppies and catfish. <laughs> she did indeed. <laughs> Which we will. Tomor- tonight. Uh, Tonight's the night for that, by that the way. That is the night, yeah. Um, Thane uh, bought us drinks and said, feel free to spend it on food or gas or whatever. If that's more useful, he's donating what he can afford. Which oh, isn't you, much. Thane. Thanks, Congress, he says. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Andrew bought us drinks. Thank you, Andrew. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, drinks were also bought by Misa, our good friend Misa, who says, Wish I could buy you at least a meal, but having a hard time buying my own these days. I uh, hope this soothes your Texas dusted throats, though. Believe me, my my throat. Oh, this I guy. don't know if you guys can hear hear it in my voice. My, I, I've, I've lost my voice on this trip, uh, or nearly lost it. Um, it's come back. I've been hacking my way through every night's sleep. Frank's resorted to taking medical advice from crazy pastors. 
that's how bad this has gotten. <laughs> His advice, I think, actually was good because it was, I it was have sound. a voice today. It was totally sound. So yeah, that, that bit of advice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we also got uh, drinks. Oh, sorry, that's yours. You can take. Well, it. we got drinks from Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Johnny, whom we met. Oh, that's that's Johnny. That's Johnny. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So awesome. Thanks, Thank you Johnny. Very much, Johnny. Uh, Rowan sent us a meal. So great. Thanks, Rowan. Thank you, Rowan. And we got drinks from Lauren. And uh, and a ten and and a, a do, just a straight donation from Celia. Celia, you're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence daily on this one. And she uh, hates and that. she hates hearing that song. Everybody <laughs> quotes it to her. <laughs> and but then, thank uh, you for so much for the thank donation. Thank you so much. And then uh, we got a new um, subscription. New subscription uh, from David. Thank yeah. you very much, David. Yeah. And Andrew bought us gas. And that just came in. That just came in. It was That's so awesome. sweet. Thanks, thanks, Andrew. So, so this is wow. helping um, to uh, this is helping uh, un, an unbelievable amount. So we're, we're, again, it's thank you deferring so much, so much of our cost for this. Uh, so hopefully, we're bringing you content that that, that makes is, it worth it. That is worthy. <laughs> I think I think we are. We got some good stuff. Um, you've probably seen some of you have seen our videos. Yeah, there's two videos up as we are currently recording right um and there's a third one which is proving to be a challenge to edit not for any technical reason but because because of a certain amount of conflicted we don't know feelings where we're, where we have we're going about with it. what we're yeah. what we're doing with it it's um, important it's it's an important one we'll be getting to that in just a minute but we'll do some another other silly one that i wanted up. to uh shout out oh yeah um was um and we'll be getting to talking about the event that we were at last night later but last night uh amy uh brought us some cookies it was so great <laughs> and so she, we first of all thank first you of all that. she's adorable yeah uh, adorable. Oh yeah totally and uh the cookies are amazing yeah, and so, uh so thank you she, yeah she pulls out these two little paper bags with cookies in them and i just our hearts just melted <laughs> we're, so. we're we've got crushes on you amy <laughs> both of us even frank who's gay yeah uh, yeah of course um, so, but yeah, yeah. Thank you for the cookies. Very, and, very uh, nice. and, and then, uh, let's see. Oh, well, we need to thank, well, I guess we'll get through. It's hard to know what order to do all the, all of the everything's in. Yeah. Well, so we'll, 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 we'll sort that out as we go yes. into things. Um, and um, then we, did we have any emails that we, we have some emails through? that okay. we need to do? Let's First do of all, we've got a bunch of people who have written in for uh, road music for us, mm, which yes. is great. Uh, we're, we will be compiling a list so that all of y'all can, uh, can, can appreciate. Did you see how I used y'all? Yeah. You, you used all y'all. You didn't I, just use y'all. Yeah, I know. I went you for a full all y'all. Yeah. Anyway, so that, so that you can, uh, have music for your own collection. Um, but so, so I'm not going to list everybody that, that wrote in for that, but we did get a few, uh, a few other emails. Uh, Ellie wrote to us, uh, from the UK and said, Hey guys, I'm a new listener from the UK. I'm finding learning about the U S and atheism. Very interesting. Finding out that, uh, children in the U S often get homeschooled to avoid science shocks me. I went through the Catholic school system in England and being forced to do RE, which is religion, religious education, uh, of Catholic Christianity put me, put me more off religion than I already was. Mm. Basically, it works both ways. I don't think school can affect your beliefs, really, if you know, if you know your own mind. 
Um, I now go to a Catholic college, but it does accept all religions, so I'm free to be an atheist there. However, we do have one RE uh, lesson per week, and our teacher asks us to write down what we thought our purpose in life. Asked us to write down what we thought our purpose in life is. Me and my atheist friends said to her that we don't think we have a purpose. We're just lucky to be here by chance and should make the most of it. She told us we do have a purpose, but didn't accept our beliefs and told us to write something. Um, Uh, uh, Then she talked to the class and made a speech about how they accept everyone's beliefs uh, and everyone has different opinions. Hypocritical much? Mm. That's what annoys me about religion. Have your beliefs, but don't try to force it down my throat. Mm. And then she also gave us a song. Cool. Well, thanks, Ellie. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know... It's, people don't get the the whole I don't I, I I don't believe in something greater thing. Yeah, there's a lot of folks that just that kind of just bakes their noodle. Yeah, they're going to though. Yeah, as 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 there are more and more of us, it will. Become, we're going to make them. Understand. We will force it upon them. <laughs> the understanding that there is no purpose. Yeah. Anyway, I, um, yeah, uh. We got a we got a quick email from Joni who's who is referencing a um a, a thing that I said a while back where I we were talking about what you call people from specific places mm. and one of my favorites is Michiganders. Mm. I thought that that's I think that that's one of the cutest things. You know, they didn't go for Michiganians. Right. They went for Michiganders. Awesome. Uh but she says, Joni says, uh from she's from Rock, Michigan, which is in the Upper Peninsula, and she is not a Michigander; she's a Uper. That's that's what most of us from the northern part of the state refer to ourselves as. I don't recall what episode you talked it was you talked about it, but it wasn't long ago. Us Upers also refer to everybody below the Mackinac Bridge as trolls. I thought you would. I, I thought you would find this cute. So please enjoy. I do find that cute. Yes, and and. Completely unpredictable from the outside. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like I, I, it took me a second. I think it refers to upper, as in upper peninsula. Oh, I think may, that's oh, what maybe. Uper might refer to. Maybe. But I'm just guessing but, on that. Yeah, there's an, again, done no, no, way, research. no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing. Well, what's good for the Uper is good for the Michigander, as far as I'm concerned. There you go. Bad All right. pun, bad pun. Yeah. Uh, I've got one more, I think. This is from Aaron, who says, Hello, Franklin and Daniel. Mm. My name is Aaron. I've been a fan of your podcast since day one. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I saw you guys are going to be around uh, the northwest Arkansas area. He grew up there. Um, and he uh, he says, I don't know what else you have planned in Eureka Springs. There's an old, supposedly haunted hotel in Eureka called the Crescent Hotel. It's dubbed the most haunted in America. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, he suggests we look into staying the night. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, Aaron, yeah, they're booked. For- unfortunately, we're there on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, I don't even know and... if we're going to be. We might be in a tent. Yeah, that might be the- why we brought the tent. Yeah, the good Lord told us to bring a tent. We did <laughs> Jesus Christ said, "Hey, get yourself a tent." Can I just say, Eureka Springs? We haven't been there yet, but just trying to get lodging there has made me decide that this is the weirdest place on the planet. <laughs> There's at least two 
hotel hotels there where where it's individual cabins up on stilts. Yeah, they call them tree houses. Oh, that's cute. Are you surrounded by trees? Like kind you look of. out and just see trees. Yeah, but you're. Well, but it's not really a tree house if you're only like you know three feet off the ground oh. or or five feet off the depends. ground. Depends. Depends on the tree. Some of them might be higher than that. Anyway, it's just going to be a weird experience that I'm very much looking forward to. Well, all right. Yeah. Eureka Springs. Yeah, it's it's a weird little town. Hot it to is say. indeed. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so that's it. That's it for correspondence. For All correspondence. Right. Well, cool. Well, let's see. Uh, we wanted to talk about the trip thus far. Mm. Um, and kind of just fill you guys in on some of the stuff. Because obviously, while we've put up a couple videos, um, that we've been having other experiences along the way. We have. Which, um, have sort of been, been interesting. Yeah. The whole thing's been interesting. Yeah. I gotta say, it, we're not wanting for material. No, here. no, no, no. It's fine. We there were plenty of moments where we we didn't have anything planned, but we're not <laughs> we're not worried about it because um, things abound. Yeah, and a really good example of this is um, I think it, we had an experience after we filmed the uh, Groom Texas, um, the, the which was the 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 big cross. Right. right? If, if cross. you haven't seen these videos, you can just go to thankgodimatheist dot com. Yeah, to and find them. They're all posted there. Yep. Um, and, uh, or you could also hit our YouTube channel. Oh yeah. Matter, which is TGI atheist. Um, and so, but, but anyway, so we've, we had filmed that and then we were driving through this, this little town called Clarendon and, um, Dan was just in awe of all the roadside Christian crap. And it was, it was, there was, it was once he brought it to my attention, um, there was a lot of it. Frank was but, just chatting away. We're just having a conversation. And I just keep looking around going, what the hell is happening here? Right, and Frank just didn't even... I, I have a, sort of a latent built-in defense mechanism um, that, 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 that I developed as a kid in, in Oklahoma for obnoxious Christian crap. Um, like yeah. all the crosses and the billboards. I just don't really uh, no. see it. And so when Dan pointed it out, I was like, oh, yeah, this this town is, like, crazy level. Uh, oh, yeah. This one was beyond. I mean, all the towns we drive through have something. They yeah. all have a cross on the side of the road or just, like, randomly you take one, you take an exit and someone has hand-painted the, the phrase John 316 and tacked it up on a light pole mm -hmm. for no apparent reason. Right. I don't. What I mean, what drives a person to to think? Oh, you know what I should do? I should just get a, a piece of poster board and write John three sixteen so that everyone who exits the freeway at this point will know. Well, I think they're. I mean, remember this is this is evangelical Christianity. They are they ha are on a on a constant mission to share and to evangelize. Some some pastor said, "Have you what what new ways can you think of to?" Uh, to 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 spread God's word. Yeah. What have you done this week? Yeah. Guaranteed. Yep. That has been a recurring theme and message. How can over you, the pulpit? How can you witness to more school. people? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we go through this town, Clarendon. First thing you see driving in are three about seven foot tall uh, PVC pipe made crosses. Yeah. 
Just and that's fine. Like these, these are not quality crosses. No, no, these no. Are, these are what you can just buy at your local hardware store. <laughs> right. Big. I mean, it, it's the four inch around PVC yeah. pipe. Yeah. So I see that, and I'm just like, it's on somebody's property. I was just like, oh, that's interesting. Somebody wants to show how Jesusy they are. And then we start driving through the town, and these same crosses are just dotting left and right, left and right on the side of this main street. Every, you know, every third business has a cross in front of it. And then I start noticing the signs. There are signs everywhere talking about all the Jesus, all, you know, Jesus will save you. Jesus is the way. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to hell. It was everywhere. Yeah. Just fucking everywhere. Now, I will say this, Dan. Um, we, we we sort of made our way from small town uh, Panhandle, Texas, and we slow, we worked our way, you know, toward like Wichita Falls and then Dallas and then and then, you know, now we're in Houston. Right. And we obviously with those spaces in between, there's definitely a resurgence of that level of crazy Christianity. And we've seen different examples of crazy Christianity since being in Houston. Right. But we're about to venture back into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, after we leave Houston, I'm fairly confident that Louisiana and Mississippi and Alabama and Tennessee, yeah, Arkansas and Oklahoma are all going to be providing us with plenty of material that equals Clarendon, if not outshines it. We'll see. To be honest, we'll see. Clarendon um, was good. We're we're now it's a competition. Yeah. What's the most Jesusy <laughs> piece of crap town we can find? I I liked Clarendon though. It was a charming it was clean. town. There were uh, shops in all the old storefronts. Right. Um, there was a little college there. Yeah. Like, there there were people out on the street. Oh, it was cute. Like, it, it was definitely it one was of the cute. more vibrant towns Absolutely. we've seen and, and thus far. And Jesus is welcome. And it's because Suffice of Suffice it to say that if Jesus we had stopped welcome. there, we wouldn't, be wear, we wouldn't have worn our Thank God I'm Atheist t-shirts. No, I don't think so. I think, we, I, think I may have to do that at least once on this trip. Get to a town that's super Jesus-y and wear the t-shirt and just see what happens. I think that for the most part, you'll be fine. I think so, too. You're just going to get looks. Because I think there's probably something that everybody out, like, we have this idea about Utah that it's just like this this whole Utah nice thing, right? Where well, Utah are, is nice. Utah is nice. To your face. To your face. <laughs> um, I think we might elicit comments someone might actually say something about it. Right. Or witness to us. Or witness to us. But we will... Our personal safety, I don't worry for. As long as we're semi-smart about where we go. Right. And we're not going to be disrespectful or mean to anybody. That may not matter. (laughs) It may not. It may not. I I will tell you this. We could get somebody being disrespectful and mean to us, however. Yeah. Well, that's that's to be expected. But I will say this. The number of people, when we told them, you you know, among our friends, when we told them what we were up to, that we were going to do this thing, the number of people that said you should take a gun <laughs> higher than you might think. Yeah, people yeah. were nervous about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. So let's uh, let's. Well, I, but here's one thing that I did want to point out is that when we were driving along I-40 before we ever even got to like Groom, um, there were tons of Christian signs, like billboards. lots of lots of Jesus billboards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what there was seemed to also be a ton of were uh, roadside porn yeah, shops, which haven't stopped. No, no. They're, they're everywhere. In fact, the, getting, uh, like, uh, between Dallas and Houston, 
there were so many just signs that just have XXX. That's all it says. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, they really just like put that out there. Sure. And it is out in plain sight. Well, they got lonely truckers traveling those roads. <laughs> That's just, they, they need their porn. Porn and Jesus. Well, of course, That's all you see. Of course, the most delightful example of that was in uh, Farmington, New Mexico. Mm. Where and if if you're not following us on the Facebooks, let me tell you, you're missing out on us posting things. Mm, that's true. Because on Farmington, we in Farmington we had to stop because there was a, a a porn shop, an adult video shop, and right in front of it, there's a big billboard that says Jesus is watching you. <laughs> and what's great is that the other side of the of that billboard says Jesus is still watching you. <laughs> I gotta say, man, that Jesus is a perv. He is. Uh, Why is he watching me masturbate to porn? Yeah. Stop watching, Jesus. Well, he's got to get his... He's getting off. <laughs> he's getting his rocks off. <laughs> perv. Oh, Jesus, you little perv. Jesus. You. He's always watching. Jesus, Jesus. 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 Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Jesus. <laughs> Why are you watching me masturbate? Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, we, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to mention, uh, that we, that we've had some lovely interactions with listeners. Yeah. Uh, we met, uh, Chad and Cullen who were both, uh, mm-hmm. listeners and their lovely wives. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came, we met them at Wichita Falls, Texas. Yeah. At a lovely little, uh, uh, chain restaurant that we were unfamiliar with. We cheddars. Just, cheddars. Yeah. We're we going, don't have those in, in, in Oklahoma. We're going so. to Cheddars. <laughs> I don't know if you got her up for it, but I won't go to Cheddars. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, first, it was, at first we were like, Cheddars? Ooh, I wonder what that is. We, I, and then yeah, we, we were finally both, got to one, and then we started seeing them over and over. Yeah, and we're yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay. Okay, it's a chain. But it was great, and uh, we got to meet those guys. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. and thanks, yeah. Cullen, for... for uh, oh, yeah. we uh, Shout out to thank Colin for the for buying our lunch. Yeah, he bought our lunch. That, that was, was sweet really of him. Nice. He uh he he also risked the life of his unborn child to uh <laughs> to meet with us. His wife is like ready to go. Yeah, and like they, a week. And they just one week left. They just risked the drive from Dallas <laughs> to come out and, and, and meet us. I thought that that was pretty amazing. Pretty sweet. Yeah. And possibly irresponsible. <laughs> so <laughs> But it was delightful um, to meet those guys. And, and then somebody that I do want to say that, um, well, I guess we should just skip ahead. Um, we also then, after Wichita Falls, uh, we like we mentioned before, we went to Dallas. Dallas was great. And Dallas was awesome. We ended up staying downtown. And, yeah. And, uh, it's a cute town. Yeah. I kind of dig Dallas. Yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult to really get it, but as yeah, I mean, get a sense of a, of a there's place. There's no way that you're just blowing through town. Yeah, we're 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 spending. We only have maximum two nights in any place. Yeah, Houston's the most time we've spent anywhere, and we didn't even get to spend much time in Houston. No, so. not really. In fact, unfortunately, we've had to spend a lot of time in our in our hotel room. Yeah, uh, working on, um, on media stuff rather than actually being out Edit, editing we videos. Did have, for- we did have. Yeah, but we're sacrificing our own fun for you people. I want you to know that. <laughs> this is very much a working. <laughs> we could be out partying. Oh, my God. Um, but anyways, um, we went rolling into town. We checked out the uh, Museum of Earth History, Dallas. That's what they call it. I don't know that that's what we would call it. No, no. They've got, they got Earth right. <laughs> Museum... And, and history are both questionable. Those seem to be, 
it was it's cute they got some dinosaurs in there yeah here okay so here's what we learned we learned from this experience that uh boy you know the young earth creationists are getting so much more savvy mm. they are getting rather than just blatantly going against the geological record right they're now trying to say or or rather than going against what is science because i think they realize that they're losing that battle right they're getting really really uh nuanced yeah. about how they how they make their arguments now so now they incorporate real science all the, they bring in all sorts of stuff and you know they talk about fossils and how fossils work and they talk about mm-hmm. why you don't see you know and and there's a lot of like legit stuff that he's saying and by the way it's not like we were allowed to just sort of wander through this thing no. on our own which looking at it i think we probably could have done we could have just walked in wandered through yeah. and not told anybody but we would not have had the interpretation of everything like yeah. seriously i don't know what i would have focused on at all no. because there really wasn't a lot there right yeah it was i just... mean i did read some of the placards as he was you know uh-huh. guiding us through and i mean there there was some interesting stuff but he did it, he did manage to prove that humans and dinosaurs lived at the same time yeah, that's true. Beyond a reasonable doubt, he proved it. I'm fairly convinced. By showing us a replica of the of a column of the mm. temple at Angkor Wat yeah. in Cambodia. Yeah. Which well, clearly which very clearly. Like there's absolutely no doubt it's got pictures of monkeys, it's got pictures of what may be, may or may not be a snake, hard to tell, and a very obvious stegosaurus. Yeah. Oh, obvious. <laughs> there's this, no there's no way to argue around it. Let's paint the picture here. <laughs> it's a column with all sorts of you know, little flowery details and little leaves and very intricate. Very intricate design, right? The and and what what we have is one one little circle of this whole thing has little yeah, a little one, animal Right. Yeah. That in the what I would see as the background, some sort of big leafy thing behind it. Right. Some kind of decorative element that, if you look at it when it's just flat, if you were to assume that the thing was just flat, yeah, then you would assume that I guess maybe those leafy things were attached to the to the critter to the critter, and I guess if you assume that they were attached. then you know beyond all beyond all reason <laughs> assuming that they were attached um that this one panel was different than all of the other ones um then right because uh, because there are lots of other pictures that have you know one of the monkeys has what look like flames coming out of it right and i and i spot i spotted that one and asked him you know what about this one did he have like like what what was what's up with this did he have something attached to him right and he was like Possibly. Possibly that's an animal that has something attached to it. We don't know. We don't know. And I'm like, well, or it could just be the thing, like, clearly a monkey, and that could clearly be some sort of, you know, woodland critter. Right, right. right. (coughs) Like an anteater. It kind of looked like an anteater. I don't (laughs) know if they have anteaters in Cambodia, but that's what it kind of looked like to me. Yeah, or, you know... I mean, frankly, I'm looking at a picture at the picture of our stegosaurus right now, 
and uh, it looks mostly like a, a dog. Does it look like a dog? Kind of. It's got like ears and stuff. It it definitely. Yeah, it could be a member of the dog family. It. De- I mean, you could you could look at that and say, "Ooh, look, Stegosaurus," because it's got the little the little platey things back behind it. But you're right. It could also be dog buff in front of fern. Yeah. Dog in front of leaves. It yeah. could be any number of. But things. anyways, I mean, that's just sort of. It, basically, what what <laughs> what what this thing, what this whole exhibit like forces you to do is to is to wind up arguing about whether or not that's a stegosaurus or a dog. <laughs> right. Right. Like that. It, it's fairly brilliant because a bunch of atheists end up walking in, and and you would just be totally distracted. By all the absurdity on the surface, right. rather than really digging down deep and uh, and and asking important questions like, well, what about carbon dating? Right, which we, occurred to me after the fact. But they just say it's it's a it, you know not it's not a proven science. Well, when science conflicts with the teachings of the Bible, this is the then point. that's when we know we can't trust it. This is the point. His starting point, and he's he made this very clear. This was this was after he had gone through this whole thing about a, a dinosaur bone. They have this big this big dinosaur, mm. uh, the 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 uh, Albertosaurus. Yes, it Albertosaur. Was. Mm-hmm. And he goes goes through this whole thing, and he says, "We used to think that this was a fast runner and a hunter. It looks a lot like a, a smaller version of a Tyrannosaurus. So imagine Tyrannosaurus Rex, but smaller, smaller." And uh, and he's running around. And we used to think he was a really fast hunter, but now. And then he goes through all of these really kind of pretty shitty arguments about things. And to what end we don't know, right? But he goes through all that. But the jaw, we now think that the jaw was this, and we now and the eyes were set here, and we now think that blah blah blah. And it was all con- unconvincing. It was all completely unconvincing. Well, he's argue- He's basically saying that it wasn't a predator; it was a scavenger, right? And that's important when you start putting those beasts on the planet with Earth. We, oh, or, with, or with on, on the planet with humans. Because we wouldn't have survived. We would not time. have survived. And that, that would be a very easy argument for somebody who believes that... Or somebody <laughs> who's on the side of reason and science. Right. Who, who's, who, who looks at that and, and, and who doesn't question the um, fossil record. Right. Right. Like it, like you and I, we're in there, and we're like, well, what the what the hell's going on with this? Well, what's funny about it is that he never ended up making that point to us. No, he didn't. He just kept saying, well, these are all the these are all the things we used to think, and now we think this. And you know, I I could for the longest time I could not tell where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? And then finally, he doesn't make the point. But I think you're right. That's the point that he would make if he if we had said praise Jesus. If we had done one praise Jesus, mm-hmm. he would have made that point to us. Right. But we but he he. He got our number real quick. Yeah, he caught on to where where we. I mean, I right. think I think you know. How do you tell if you're in the room? How do you tell if somebody's an evangelical Christian? You wait three minutes and then they're they're gonna tell you. Yeah, that's true. So we didn't tell him, so he knew. He knew. But my point is this: part of what he was doing was saying, "Well, science is changeable. Science right. doesn't know." And I was like, "Fine with that." Yeah, but he's. But imagine the evangelicals there. Who hear that same thing about how the perspective of science has changed on this thing? They're like, they just start shaking their head. Science and is like, so oh, stupid. God, how can you trust something that's so easily changed? Right, right, right. When perhaps they should just look at the history of their own faith. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you, how do you trust Christianity? Right? Yeah, exactly. 
I hope I hope you all are are you know if you if you think that something should be unchangeable now and forever, I hope that all you ladies are going into a tent when you have your period. Yeah, because uh, it says so in the Bible. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. So, so get in there. Get in your goddamn tent for the entirety of your of each period. Yeah, gentlemen, do not sit in a chair that they've sat in in their period of uncleanness. I hope you're all obeying these things. Anyway, here's the deal. He then says, you know, we're we're by this point we're 15 minutes into his blathering and he's he finally <laughs> says, you know, he here's here's his, the crux of their big argument now. Mm-hmm. Science on one hand, you can't go back in time and prove where we, everything comes from. He says that science is observation Oh yeah, and, he wants to. And, he wants to nail science down, and and being and the ability to repeat um, some observations, right? It, repeatability and observation. Yeah. These are the only two things that he will allow science to be right. And then, uh, and then he says, uh, so on one hand you've got creation, and on the other hand you've got science. And sci- creation, we don't have any proof for it. We don't have any evidence for it. We can't provide any evidence for creation. Which is, yeah. it's nice of him to admit that. Yeah. And then science, uh, you know, we can't, we can't observe the past. We can't observe right. what's already happened. We yeah. can't go back in time. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, it's faith on either side. Right. It's equal. Right. One or the other. But, and he says, our point is that we start from the unchanging word of God, the right. Bible. Right. And then we move forward. And science starts from their faith in what they in their story, and right. then they move forward. Right. Well, that's not what happens. That's yeah. That's yeah. just patently absurd. But we didn't challenge him on it because I challenged him on one thing, and we went one it just got minor down point. so quickly. It was a minor point. It was. I was just trying to nail down that science isn't a. It isn't what he's saying. It is science is a methodology. All right. science is is a way of observing what we can observe. Exactly. And while we can't go back in time and observe the past, we can certainly go back and we can certainly look at the fossil record that he's already been presenting us as evidence. But he was his thing was no. You are looking at the past because you're looking at the fossil. You are looking at at the past, and we're like, no, no you're 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 not looking at that animal. You're looking at the remains of an animal. Right. You're in the present. You're not looking at the past. Yeah. You're, I, you're looking I, I at the present know. state. And we got and that we got stupid mired conversation down. Like five kept minutes going of just, on and on and on. And it was just, it was nauseating because it was like, you're going to, you are going to try to test every single word that comes out of our mouth. Right. When all we're doing is, just, and so, so what, I mean, basically what it is, it's like near, it is impossible have a conversation. What's clear? Yeah. Well, and it's it's not it's pointless to do it as well. Right. There's no point to it. But right. I mean, they have their line, and if their line works on you, if you're a creationist and their line works on you, yep. Then you are hook, line, and sinker right. in, and you're going to believe everything that they say because they sound very, very, very sciency. Right. He keeps he keep you know as he's going around that uh, that uh, Albertosaur, he's like. And then we, we, you know, we look at this nasal cavity, and it's much bigger than we would anticipate for something like that. Right. And, and he talks the way scientists talk. Right. Um, he makes worse arguments than scientists make, 
but he talks the way scientists rock. The other thing is that he's walking, like, the first thing he does is, he, you know, we see him, and he's in a bright blue shirt with white lettering that says, Darwin was wrong. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes ahead and starts talking about adaptation, and not, he, he literally is talking about Darwin's theories right. and accepting them. Right. He keeps calling it microevolution. Right. Because we can't observe an origin. And yeah, we, right. we you can't. We've how do you never, explain origins? We've never it took us forever to figure out what the fuck he was talking right. about. We've never seen a species go from one species to another. Meaning, meaning, he's saying that we as human beings have never observed a million, right. a millions year long process. Right. Well, no, we haven't, have we? <laughs> that's that's. But we true. can observe the record of it. Yeah. Yeah. So what we have to do is look at the bones. Yeah. <sighs> Anywho, it was. But anyway, so we we and... continued the rest of the, conver- the the rest of the tour, and he would be like, "Any questions?" And we'd just be like, "No, no," because we wanted to get through it. We wanted to hear what he had to say. Right. And as it as it was. We spent two hours with him. So long. It was, a, it was at least an hour and a half. It was about an hour and a half, yeah. It took then, forever. And then he made us watch a video at the end. A pointless video. I should have That just you can said. find on YouTube. Yeah. By the way, because yeah. I've seen those before. I have too. I just, I, we should have just said, no thanks. <laughs> but I was well, I curious. I wanted to see what the video was. I was curious. I was hoping that it was an actual produced video by them for their own purpose. No. But instead it was these creation in a minute pull- things. Or evolution in a minute. It was creation minute. Creation minute. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Something. No, no, no. <laughs> Anyways, after Dallas, and uh, we uh, we hit the road, and en route we noticed um, between Dallas and Houston was Waco, Waco, Texas, and uh, that brought up. Well, what what is what are the Branch Davidians up to? Can yeah. we go check out their the old compound? Yeah, what's blah, on blah, the, what's blah, blah. in the compound? And this this was, I have to say. <laughs> This is why the the video that we were struggling with, that that we are trying to to really get the mood right on and everything is is about Waco, right? Because Waco, I mean, for those of you who who may or may not who may not remember, Waco is where there was a a compound. It's about ten miles outside of Waco, right? There's a compound where David Koresh was leader mm-hmm. of a group, uh, an, an offshoot of the, uh, the Seventh Day of Seventh Day of Menace called the Branch Davidians. And there was a, a standoff with the American, with the U.S. government, and mm-hmm. which ended after fifty-one days of standoff. Of standoff, yeah. ended with uh, the the deaths of fifty some odd people. I think it was eighty in the compound. Yeah, it was a national tragedy. It yeah. never should have happened. Right, there was clearly, clearly something went horribly, horribly wrong with how the whole thing was handled. Yeah. And believe me, don't don't go to the internet for this. There's, <laughs> you will not find a straight story in no. anything. You will find conspiracy theories yeah. ranging from the ATF was shooting themselves to you know on to to like Satan was in charge of mm. the FBI, and you know yeah. it's just nonsense. Yeah. Weeding through it has been impossibly stupid. Yeah. Nonetheless, what happened? like you said, was a tragedy. Yeah, and, there's no way around and that. And so we wanted to go out, and we wanted just to see the site. Uh, we we looked it up online. We found the address. It looked like there of, was a museum that we could go see. Exactly. It turns was, out there wasn't. There was no no more museum. But there was a little chapel out there, and there's a few trailers, uh, mobile homes, yeah. that people live in. 
and uh and we were just like okay whatever and so we're out there we're just filming the site it seemed very open to the public actually yeah like uh which was surprising because it clearly there was a big gate at the front it's right. clearly still a compound um so we drove in we drove in and just kept driving around until got out the uh, nice camera and yeah. started taking some shots and uh a guy who was uh gardening um back behind the chapel which would have been the chapel's built on the the actual site of the compound, right? So, there, so adjacent to the compound or the the chapel is um, the old swimming pool, which cement is, swimming pool, yeah, which is just there's a little bit of water that's been collected in there. It looks like they use for the garden, right? Um, and then there's um, the remains of uh, the bunker, the big cement bunker, right? Uh, that the top of it's off and it's full with water and algae. Call and, it a storm shelter, or whatever. whatever it was. Um, and, uh, and nonetheless, that's, that's sort of it. Otherwise it's just a big pasture with a couple little ponds and really quite lovely. Yeah. Really lovely, peaceful place. And, uh, we picked up a little, um, a little map, a little brochure and brochure map map. thing. And we were just doing our thing. Anyways, this gardener comes over and he starts talking to us and actually kind of talking our ear off about something that we we're having a hard time following. Well, he said, so he said, are you journalists? And we said, eh, kind of. Not sort really. Of. We, I mean, we, we, we don't want to present ourselves as being from, you know, some out- respectable outlet or something. <laughs> but, I, you know, we, but he said, he said, do you want, do you want to interview our pastor? Yeah. And we went, mm, okay. Yeah, sure. And he, and he said, okay, let me call him. Who are you with? And we said, we're with a, a podcast. He said, okay, what's the name of it? It's thank God I'm atheist. Mm-hmm. And he he had, it's, well, he, it was cute. He got a little smile on his face uh-huh. and he was like, oh, atheist. Wow. Okay. So did you know that we're in the same boat? And he goes, he boy, he just launches uh-huh. and nothing's connected to anything. No. And he keeps saying, he keeps saying, he's quoting scripture and throwing out stuff and he's just going great guns. And and then he calls the pastor and he, in the past, and he says, hey, these guys want to interview you. And and the pastor says, well, "Where are they from?" And he hands the phone over to me, mm-hmm. and he says, "Now, what where, where, where group are you from?" And I said, "We're we're with a podcast called Thank God I'm Atheist." And he says, "Oh, I want to talk to you, right?" And I said, "Well, you know, we we just wanted to get your message out." And uh, we went back and forth. He was he was very not interested, right, up front, right. But I talked to him. He told him what we were about. Told him we weren't gonna, we weren't about like you know taking his stuff out of context or making right. him look <clears throat> like he, you know we didn't want to make him look bad. Right. We just wanted to hear what he had to say. Right. And then he uh, eventually he he acquiesced. Yeah. So we went into his house and uh, set up a little interview and yeah. interviewed him for well over an hour. And Boy, that he, man can talk. It, and the issue is. I mean, these are the, the, these are the remnants of an of this very what would you call it cult? It's a cult, cult. This cult offshoot of the Seventh Day Adventists, which is arguably also a already a cult. Yeah. So, um, it's so like, it's like Inception. It's <laughs> like a cult within a cult within a cult, and. As offshoots tend to be, but you know what? I don't want to use the word cult in the way that it's like some negative. Like we don't. It's not like these. We don't have any reason. Well, the to Branch Davidians that... met the like all the definitions of a cult. 
Absolutely. And what's left is a group that is still waiting for the end of the world. Mm-hmm. They're still out there. There's um, a very limited number. He says there's 50. Of, of the, his group. Of his group. Right. Um, and he's been sort of given the keys to this piece of property. And it's where he and his family live and a couple couple people, other people who are mm. part of the group. And then the rest of the group is scattered. To the winds. To the winds. Uh, and they sort of tune in on the internet. Or they, um, yeah. Or he, maybe a few people drive into the... Sure. For for services on Sunday. But nonetheless, it's it's not sort of just the, the old compound. Oh, by thing. the way, it is services on Sunday. Unlike yeah. the Adventists who do it on Saturday. And yeah, he, he explained that and, to us as well. And we got, yeah, we got 20 minutes of why Sunday and Saturday and right. vernal equinox and blah. Oh but he has God. it all figured out. Who And cares? he's excited to share it with you. you oh, yeah. And, and, I was and, like, that, I, and that's the part I, that's I, difficult, you the, know, because like... They have a very, I mean, these people, they quote, uh, or they cite chapter and verse from the Bible. Oh, yeah. And to you, I mean, these these are people who have spent a long time studying their Bible, and and you can tell that it's the only thing they do. It's it's, It's the only thing in their life. Well, not maybe Pastor Charles, because he also had advice for me for my allergies. (laughs) That's true. Um, And it turns out he's like a... Was it, we did we did we decide it was called a naturopath? And uh, I don't, a natural path? I don't know. He studied. He studied all sorts of like. He studied some sort of of uh, of 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 like. Oh God, I wish I had taken a picture. He has diplomas on the wall. Yeah, and they're from they're they're about like naturopathy and and yeah, all sorts of other stuff. But anyways, he told me that my mucinex was a bad idea. Yeah, and I stopped taking it. And you know what? I, my voice has come back now. It was drying you be, out. It was drying me out too much. Um, or according could, to Doctor Charles, to Pastor Charles, <laughs> we'll, we'll, I think we'll. I think we'll refrain from giving him the, the title <laughs> doctor. But here's the thing. Here's here's the reason that this has been tricky for us is that if if we just told you guys all of the stuff that he said to us, mm-hmm. you'd think he was crazy. You'd think. It's just standard religious nut jobbery. Right. But and when it, you go and you shake somebody's hand and you look him in the eye and you talk to him. And you know, we did and we I you know, I I had to uh I had to convince him that we were people, we had to convince him that we were people who were worthy of of his trust because he was very mistrusting or distrustful. Yeah. of us. Yeah. Because then once he opened up he was opened up. Yeah. Like the moment that he decided that he was going to trust us, that was it. I mean, it was full on trust. It was. It's full on trust. Yeah. He told us where the hidden key was to the chapel. So that we could go in and, and shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it's to that level. And so the thing is, and I liked the guy. Yeah. Personally. He's you know what I mean? He was a nice guy. So it's not like, the the thing is, he's not crazy. He's not. He's just fully, completely indoctrinated in something that we he we we, we don't we don't see we don't get I we don't, don't understand I don't get it I don't understand it we I, don't understand how somebody gets gets there. It's pretty clear that it's wrong. Yeah. It's but I mean so so the point I, th- I think part of the point of this and this is kind of what this trip is about for me mm. is we go and you know you look in the face of the person. Who believes something that I think is crazy? Mm-hmm. Because 
it's not fair to just write that person off as crazy. Mm-mm. You don't get anywhere with that. The person is not crazy. Yeah. So we need to have a, you know, I, I'm hoping, I feel like we're, 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 we're developing a deeper, richer understanding mm-hmm. of this kind of, this kind of belief system. And, you know, I looked at this guy and he's got, he's living in a double wide mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. It was a nice double wide though. Yeah. It was a nice, good, oh, clean double. Oh, wide. absolutely! I yeah. had no problem with that. But he's—I mean—he's living in a small. But I don't want to paint the picture of like, oh, the double wide. No, no, no. Right? That's like not this... what I'm trying to say. He's living in a small house in the middle of nowhere. Right. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. A small house on a beautiful prairie, mm-hmm. just gorgeous little area. Mm-hmm. Birds are chirping, but yeah. but there's very few people around. It's a small little life that he's mm-hmm. got, and I don't have any problem with that. But the but he gets to talk about the grandest things. Mm-hmm. He gets to talk about a conspiracy that he knows is happening between the Jesuits of of uh, the Catholic Church mm-hmm. and the Muslims, and yeah. they're getting together. I mean, he has this huge thing figured out, yeah. and he gets to talk about it. And he's the pastor that's going to shepherd these. 50 followers that he has a handful of people through this the the coming armageddon yeah and he knows what's going to happen and boy howdy i just look at his life and i look at how he talks and i think this is a man who wants something bigger Mm -hmm. but doesn't and so he's created it for himself he's crafted something much bigger for himself yeah and that that to me that he, he gets to be a prophet of old right he gets to be isolated and um and ridiculed and mm. um and all and, of those and, get and, to work in his favor yeah yeah and and lead this you know very simple isolated life and that's i think that 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 it actually more than anything the 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 kind of life that he's le- leading and the um the 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 whole setting and everything works to in, reinforce his idea mm. of what being a prophet is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, in, it's empowering. And he didn't, he never used the word prophet on himself, but he used the word prophesy. Right. And he didn't um, say that he didn't actually refer to his own speech, speeches as no. prophecy. He referred, but he clearly is prophesying. Right. Well, what he said was that he, you know, he referred to his predecessors, people going back in sort of the lineage of who was the leader of this group of, of, of believers. And he referred to each of them as, as having offered prophecy. Mm-hmm. And then he referred to himself in that lineage. So clearly he's, what he's saying is that this is prophecy. Yeah. It's just really fascinating stuff, yeah. and we're gonna find more stuff while we're out there, and we're gonna hopefully find a way to make a video out of this. Yeah, because we will. it was it, the guy's fascinating. We're fascinated by it. Yeah, but yeah, my takeaway was just uh, we can't just write this shit off as yeah. nutball. Nope. The beliefs are nutball. Yeah, the beliefs are just you don't, you don't have to crazy. like the belief. The but, beliefs are just are, are. But you have to remember that there's a human wild. being behind it. Yeah. And that, and and we have to exper- expect that this is now this is part of humanity. Yeah. So. Yep. And it will continue to be. Yeah. There's not much we can do. Even about if it. we get rid of religion altogether, just yeah. th- this will just take a different form. Mm-hmm. This is part of being human. Absolutely. All right. Um, and then let's just move along. Uh, after Waco. Oh yeah, we still have more. Uh, Goodness gracious, yeah. there's a lot happening. After Waco, uh, we had some wonderful uh, fried chicken. <laughs> 
In Waco, right? In Waco. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, and then uh, we and Dr. Round. Pepper. We had Dr. Pepper right right from the source. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. From from the 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 teat of the doctor himself. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we drank. We suckled at the nipple. The, the, <laughs> that wonderful peppery soda. <laughs> anyways, uh, we hit the road. Wound up in Houston, which is where we are now. Which is where we are. And we had a wonderful meetup last night with the Houston. Uh, atheists so great um vic from houston atheist was uh fantastic in setting mm-hmm. it all up as were johnny and kelly who were fan- who were uh just the sweetest folks absolutely you ever met in your life and so yeah thank you so much for that it was wonderful to be just have an evening where we got to mix and mingle with locals oh and we should shout out to stephanie who who was oh, instrumental in setting absolutely. it all up yeah, as well thank you stephanie um, and we were able to mix and mingle with the locals and, uh, and they're and great. Houston's really, full of awesome people. Yeah. Get to know some people and get a sense of what being an atheist in, in Houston is like. We'll post about. some photos of that on the, uh, on the, on the thank yeah. God I'm atheist Facebook page. Absolutely. And, and you know, now there are a, a bunch of people, uh, walking around Houston with TGIA t-shirts. Thank God I'm atheist right yeah. on their chests. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> and, uh, so, if, so if they actually walk around. With them? With them. And just not... Some yeah. of them will. I did have a conversation with a couple of people that were like, well, I'm going to have to figure out when I'm going to wear this. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless. Um, and so that's a good reason to meet up with us. Yeah. yeah. Get a t-shirt. Get a t-shirt. It's part of how we're funding the trip. Yeah. They're only $20. So Awesome. Um, so yeah. Um, what else? Anything else to say about the Houston meetup? It was just fun. We, it was we, great. We're looking forward to meeting more people. If you see that you're along our pathway and you can get in touch and, mm-hmm. and, and you want to meet us. Uh, and it is still not too late. No, it's not. Um, yeah. We're meeting up with some people in Shreveport tonight. Yep. And we're uh, we're meeting, you know, we got Jackson and, and Montgomery after that. Uh-huh. And, and we don't really have anybody for Jackson, right? We're just mm-hmm. sort of rolling into town. And yeah. So if you are an atheist in Jackson, you listen to us. Right now, it's uh, Friday, May 17th. If you can get in touch with us before Sunday morning, you can come days. to church with us. Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> going to be finding the church out there, going to church. So uh, we, will, uh, we will see you uh, there, hopefully. We will see a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Should we rattle off the rest of the itinerary, just so that people... Yes, we're going to Jackson, uh, then we're going... So, Shreveport tonight, mm-hmm. uh, Jackson... Uh, then, uh, then Montgomery, Alabama up to Montgomery, Alabama will arrive on Sunday evening, right? Uh, okay. And we'll be there Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then up to, uh, our next, uh, our next, we're going to go to the Ave Maria Grotto right. on Monday, as well as the whatever thrift shop thingy that is, that has all the unclaimed baggage. <laughs> and then we're going to drive on to Murfreesboro in Tennessee, in Tennessee, uh, and then from Murfreesboro, we're going to uh, oh so, Hot Springs, Arkansas. No, 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 no Memphis. Yep, uh, May twenty first. That's a Tuesday. We're going to be in Memphis. We're going to most likely hit Graceland. If you want to join us, please do. Uh, Wednesday, May twenty second, we're going to we're going to drive past Little Rock. So maybe we could have lunch with somebody. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to land in Hot Springs, Arkansas. That's right. Check out all the craziness there. Thursday and Friday are sort of family days for Frank uh, with my family in Muskogee County, Oklahoma. Most of you are not invited to that. Most of you are not, but we are planning on um, some breakfast on Saturday morning with a couple listeners who live in the area. Right. So So maybe we could make that a little bit bigger of an event if y'all are around. 
Uh, and then Saturday, we're going to drive on to Eureka Springs. You guys should really join us for that. Please do if you're within 100 miles of the thing. Get there. Drive on over. We're going to go see the Passion Play. We're going to see that it, it is a, like the largest attended outdoor play in the in the world or something. Oh, like yeah. That. Of course it is. Of yeah. course it is. Yeah. It's a Jesus play. <laughs> of course that would be the In the South. Play. And then we're going to uh, mosey on to uh, Bonner Springs, Kansas on Sunday, May 26th. Um, and there's a big free thinkers party up there that we're going to be attending. And then on Monday, we're going to check out the uh, Peace House, which is across the street from the Westboro Baptist Church uh, in Topeka, Kansas. So you could join us there, too, if you want it. Yeah, there you go. So that's the rest of the itinerary. And is there anything else? No, let's uh, let's let these fine people get on with their day. All right. Well, Facebook.com slash Atheist is a great way to be in touch you can like us yeah or you can email us please do at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or please call us and leave a voicemail the telephone number is 424-666-8442 thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music yeah and uh, and thanks again to Sarah the intern who helped immensely in getting this whole thing set up and set up and going going and uh, we will talk to y'all soon alright bye bye Bye.